Churchill Downs, Kentucky Derby, run for the roses, baby. We all a yeehaw, and we turn them loose. It's the Derby, baby, it's the what you gonna do. Get your little jewel and your fancy hat, cause the run for the roses is where you at. It's your boy Cole Ford from Churchill Downs, from the infield, y'all, best party in town. If you're here, then you know what I'm talking about, sipping on a mint jewel, cause how we do it. Lord have mercy, I love this race, and ain't nothing like that hat for brave. Good looking women the millionaires row, it's the greatest two minutes that you ever know. We all a yeehaw, and we turn them loose. It's the Derby, baby, it's so what you gonna do. Get your men jewel and your fancy hat, cause the run for the roses is where you at. We all a yeehaw, and we turn them loose. It's the Derby, baby, it's so what you gonna do. Get your men jewel and your fancy hat, cause the run for the roses is where you at. When we talk about Kentucky, it's the Derby race. When place to show, it's the place to go. Open the gate, down the back straight, the finish line is near, so scream, yell, or cheer. Bring on the roses and all the glory, pop the champagne down the victory lane. The greatest two minutes in sports, ain't nothing better than a thoroughbred horse. So tell me what you think about this, I guarantee you folks you don't want to miss. Springtime in Kentucky, it's the Derby, baby, so do you feel lucky? We all a yeehaw, and we turn them loose, it's the Derby, baby, so what you gonna do? Get your little jewel and your fancy hat, cause the run for the roses is where you at. We all engage is in the know for Friday, May 6th, the 126th day of 2022. There are 239 days left in the year. This is Oaks Day. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105. On Lynchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone apps using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we celebrate moms. And we also get you ready for Oaks and Derby 140. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. It's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you? I do feel like my hair is on fire. Though. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, in advance, happy Mother's Day. I know Thank it's not you. for a couple of days, uh, but you're looking you're looking fabulous today. Thank Glad you. you're here, getting ready for the Derby. Big Derby Day. Probably going to eat a little more than you should, but that's okay. Uh, You've yeah. earned it. Uh, who do you think the most favorite television mom is? Don't say Peg Bundy. I would never say Peg Bundy. Um <laughs> I don't know. At, at one point, probably Claire Huxtable. Um, oh, good one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I really like, um, whoa, I can't remember her name, on uh, American Housewife. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Katie, Katie. Uh, Nixon. But I yeah. don't, yeah, can't remember her character's know. name. Uh, here are some of the listing of our favorite TV moms. Carol Brady from The Brady Bunch. Edith Bunker from uh, All in the Family. Oh, Archie. June Cleaver, Leave it to Beaver. Claire Dunphy from Modern Family. Florida Evans from Good Times, Lorelai Gilmore from Gilmore oh, Girls, yeah, there we go. and Claire Huxtable from The Cosby Show, okay, so some of our favorite moms. There were some good ones on there, but probably some overlooked as well. He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and Harnett. Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm conflicted. Again? Again. 
Well, I don't know. Are we celebrating Mother's Day? Are we celebrating Derby Day? How do we do a fair amount of both uh-huh. without making uh, moms mad? Luckily, it's your show. I'm not singularly responsible for everything that happens. I, I need to be able to pass You tell us what you to, talk about so we get to go along with whatever to be able, you decide. I need to be able to take credit so for the, the things that go well to go and pass the blame you. off for things that, that, go, that go poorly. Uh, do you have a plan together for celebrating your mom? Uh, uh, the lovely and talented Adele Gormley. Sadly, I don't think I'm actually going to be physically able to go. Okay, uh, but there's Zoom. You can Zoom, yeah, yes. Yeah, we haven't gotten that far yet. Um, <laughs> it might be one of those things that we... I mean, like, we didn't celebrate my birthday until a couple of weeks ago. It was about a month month later, so it's 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 all good. That's we're we're okay. just kind of running things late. And, so long as you uh, My dad's a- birthday was earlier this week, too, so it kind of all came at the wrong time. Oh, okay. Well, like, so are we... Do we have any photos to share? Sometimes I, it, my we, photo, my photo machine. Your, it was your, your it photo was, man, Your photo thing broke up. Uh, uh-huh. Broke. Okay. All yeah. right. Just checking. I know sometimes the, the we hamster must have gotten a little. Tired we keep things the in the dirt. archive sometimes, and then we. Uh-huh. So anyway, today's Oaks Day. We'll we'll run through the Oaks field. There's been a sudden change in the Derby field. Probably not going to make huge. I mean, it it, it could it could imp, it could uh, influence some of your boxes and your trifectas and your. So just be prepared. Hey, look at there. Sunshine peaked out for just a minute here in North Litchfield. Yesterday was the National Day of Prayer, and um, K105 Digital Productions had the uh, live cast of that. I don't know if you call it a broadcast, and I think Stream is underdoing it. Uh, but anyway, we had uh, coverage of that at uh, on our uh, digital channels, and I was so impressed with the number of young people that were involved. Uh, from Hope Academy, and then there were other school groups, the uh, choir, the band, uh, other school groups that were there, the doing the pledges, and I just I just thought it was a it, it looked so good. If you didn't get to watch any of it, it looked so good outside the 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 steps of the new courthouse were uh, covered. You know, and people were it made for like a natural theater there with the podium. And anyway, I thought it looked. Uh, not it necessarily great. the greatest for sound, but uh, we, oh, we, we, weren't, we weren't necessarily, that wasn't in our plans. So we had to kind of scramble at the last second. Yeah. Well, the other thing I would offer to you is uh, maybe I can just drop a note. Maybe I know a guy who can drop a note to the others is that when you wing things, you really put people in a bind who are trying to orbit around an event so something that involved probably should be rehearsed or should have some type of rundown is that a fair assessment i'm just along for the ride (laughs) is that a fair assessment as a person who's on the whiplash end of levers pulling and trap doors opening i I never received a program at all so we did we had no idea whether is it going to be norman chaffin's next is it going to be rick Embry next we had no idea Surprise! Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, it yes. was. It made Grenade. it interesting for Grenade. us. Grenade, and I and I did like it that uh, there was even a moment where you know it's like band. Do you want to play another song? We're like, uh, sure. Why not? I loved it. It was good to see the Cougar Band, though. I hadn't seen them in a while. The world is watching. So, the world is watching those things. So they probably need to be better organized. I'm just saying. Um, well, it was good to see the band. I hadn't seen them in a while. So in in the course and. Everything. It was good. Yeah. And, uh, and the rain didn't happen. So the, that was even that better. was the best part. It held off till later in the day. The um, 
Fort Knox had a big uh, National Day of Prayer celebration yesterday, too, at chaplains and soldiers and civilians all gathering there on base. Saw some nice photography of that. So not just here locally, but across the United States. And, of course, you know, you always got ne'er-do-wells who want to stop by and be instigators of nonsense. So that's one of those things. Okay, what else? Do you need to know about today? Oh, the Grayson County Technology Center and the Chamber of Commerce have joined forces to celebrate students who are well on their way to career success after earning industry certifications in the field. The industry certification breakfast recognizes the importance of CTE and trade skills and originated with the Chamber, which is partnered with the Tech Center to host the event for several years. The um, Look at that group. That's I mean, that's lot. an impressive number wow. of students yeah, who, have, like uh, who have been 15, part of 15, 20. Yeah, historically, you might think, oh, well, here's a group of five kids who mm-hmm. did the following. What is and that? They get recognized. 75, that's, that's, maybe? Yeah, probably. Let's see. 10, 20, 30, 40, probably 50, more than that. 60. Yeah, probably about 70, 75, something like that. I didn't get an exact uh, didn't get an exact number, but it's an impressive looking group. Well, we could just take the time to count them right now, right? Um, sure. We got, nothing, we got nothing better to do. A Brownsville woman charged for her role in the riot at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th has agreed to a plea deal. Well, that was what that was January 6th of last year, 2021. Correct. Uh, 57-year-old Reva Vincent was charged February 14th with parading. I didn't realize parading was a crime. I've paraded a time or two. I hope maybe the statute of limitations has uh, run out on that. Parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. I don't think you can parade into the Capitol building. I think that's probably I did the... sashay once. Was I? You might want to watch out. Yeah. Um, I was accompanied by Rand Paul when I did it. So does that give me the all clear? Charles Booker might be listening right now. The charge is misdemeanor punishable by up to six months in prison and a fine of no more than $5,000. Reva Vincent was arrested on March 8, pled guilty to the charge on April 22. Under the plea agreement, ordered to pay $500 in restitution, but the court is not bound to follow the plea agreement, could impose a more serious sentence. Formal sentencing scheduled for August 2. So uh, added to the list of Kentuckians that were involved on that day and will be facing, apparently facing some consequences. Additional assistance has been announced for Western Kentucky to help with recovery from December tornadoes. More than $6.1 million from the West Kentucky State Aid Funding for Emergencies Fund will go to seven Western Kentucky cities. The award include more than $2.8 million for Mayfield, $2 million for uh, Mayfield and Electric and Water Systems, about 200000 for Caldwell County, 121000 for Dawson Springs, 811000 for Marshall County Fiscal Court. The reason that I was noticing this is that, you know, we've said even going back to December that um, it is it is easier to rely upon humans and their benevolence and their giving in the short run. You say, okay, well, the tornado just went through. What can we do to help? We show up, et cetera, et cetera. But then it's in the six months after. You know, it's in the mm-hmm. months after when some of the other – you know, some of the other resources and help evaporates and moves away. Now what? Because you know there are still people who are dealing with issues created by that, that. People that will deal with that for the rest of their life. Absolutely. And so it's important for there to be subsequent help I mean, for people who to, need it. To put things in perspective, in October, the Cougar football team is scheduled to go to Mayfield. And I'm sure we'll still see remnants. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. that will almost be a year. Absolutely. By the way, I talked with some folks in Graves County yesterday. They're morning, nice so. people down there. Uh, the U.S. Postal Service is stamping out hunger. Their food drive is tomorrow. They uh, let us know about this yesterday. 
that their annual Stamp Out Hunger National Food Drive it had been postponed for a couple of years because of, uh, well, the obvious. Do we have to really state the obvious? But every second Saturday in May, letter carriers in more than 10,000 cities and towns across America will collect the goodness and compassion of their postal customers. So just put it in bags, cans, leave it out next to your uh, mail receptacle, and they will be collecting that. And it will be going to our friends over at the Grayson County Alliance Food Pantry. Uh, Colonel Childress was just here yesterday. Do you think it bothers her that I always call her Colonel Childress? He thinks she'd just rather me call her Debbie. I don't think anything bothers her. Yeah, that's no, true. I, she's pretty. I think. She's pretty I think she demands that from you. <laughs> I think I, she'd be insulted if you called her Debbie. Did I not snap to attention and salute you when did. she walked into the studio yesterday? Okay, for the record, there we go. The governor filed suit yesterday seeking to block a new state law that gives Republican officials the power to appoint a majority of members to a key ethics commission. Governor Bashir's legal challenge warns that the reconstituted membership on the state executive branch ethics commission could launch politically based meritless investigations. The lawsuit, which was filed in Jefferson County Circuit Court, claims the measure violates Kentucky's constitution. The legal fight comes a year before Bashir will be on the statewide ballot and is seeking a second term in a state increasingly dominated by Republicans. It's the latest in a series of court confrontations over Republican-backed laws that would weaken the governor's executive authority. Allegedly. Um, I wonder why Jefferson Circuit Court, that's puzzling to me. Normally, the Bashir administration finds friendly court in Franklin uh, Circuit Court, so I would be curious to know oh, why Jefferson County. Maybe a very viable reason. I just don't know the answer to that, but that's one I thing. I want to see one of these days. I want to see me. somebody go to, like... Morgan County, you know, let's, let's just let's just pick Shop one of them the, around. Uh, yeah, the, there know, has been there, Ballard well, County. There has been a movement to make it a draw. Just uh-huh. put 120 in a hat and then draw them out where these get where these get held. Um, because As somebody that just served du- jury duty, I don't know that I sit on a jury in this, but I, well, I well, make things interesting. I mean, it'd be more fun than some of the stuff you might have to deal with. Uh huh. The Attorney General, Daniel Cameron, called the new Ethics Commission-related law a good government measure, said it passes constitutional muster. So he, he filed suit against Quarles as the Ag Commissioner, uh, Adams as the Secretary of State, Harmon as the Auditor, Allison Ball as the Treasurer. Who did I leave out? Daniel Cameron as the Attorney General. Uh, so here's the irony for me is – Arguing the ethics of an ethics commission, right? I mean, that, that's that's just a little bit. So just be very careful about having ethical arguments about an ethics commission responsible for overseeing ethics. Conversely, if it's the executive branch ethics commission, I don't know enough about it. I don't know enough about what the executive branch uh, ethics Commission does. Is there also a judicial branch ethics commission? Probably. Is there a legislative branch ethics commission? Probably. Oh, I think I know that for a fact. And so, yeah, so my question is, what do they do? Are we, if we're going to put constitutional officers in charge of the executive branch, uh, so do we make the governor then? Does he get to appoint the members of the judicial branch, or the, like, how do we do this for? Balance of powers. I don't know the answer to that, um, but it is one of those. Sometimes I like to try and see what's really going on below the surface. Mm-hmm. Like this, the surface. Here's what we're being told. But it's like, oh, what's really going on here? 
and I don't know the answer to that. Governor Bashir sounded increasingly confident yesterday that he will have the leeway to take at least some executive action to make medical marijuana legally accessible in Kentucky. It was his strongest signal yet that he might single-handedly allow medical marijuana for Kentuckians suffering from certain medical conditions. His prediction comes as his legal team reviews his options on a long-running issue that stalled in the legislature. Eventually, you're going to have to reveal like what you think your your legal latitude is on this and do it. I will presume they're just still doing the research and but these when he mentions that these are little test balloons like he puts them out there and he, so he makes a statement and he says, "Okay, what do I hear back on this?" And so can we proceed? He's reading the political winds, and it's wise of him to do that so that he doesn't In a lot of ways, overplay it's sad the issue. He even has to do that because the legislator couldn't pass it to begin with. Well, the interesting part is, I think that the I think the Senate was really taken. Uh, I think the Senate was really startled by the amount of things that came out of the House. The House passed some things rather handily and easily, and said, "We want this out of our lap. We're going to toss it into your lap." And the Senate almost got caught flat-footed a little bit on a couple of these issues because they didn't expect them to come to come through the legislature at least that cabinet of the legislature so quickly so a kentucky judge has held the state's child welfare agency in contempt for the second time this year barron county family court judge micah wood pence said her order stems from the cabinet for health and family services failure to follow a court decision to return a child to her mother pence also said two cabinet employees Uh, also found two cabinet employees in contempt for lying under oath at a hearing about their role in the case and directed a formal complaint to the Kentucky Bar Association against the cabinet's lawyer named Jennifer Clay. The, a national, so I'm reading the story here. A nationally known rap artist has been arrested in Hardin County on a gun charge. 40-year-old Otis Williams Jr. of Ellenwood, Georgia, who is professionally known as O.J. the Juice Man, was arrested this week by the Elizabethtown what, Police Department. O.J. the Juice Man. You're big O.J. the the Juice Man fan, aren't so, you? So, uh, point of contention. I, I just can't. Um, the use of the term nationally known, what percentage of people have to know to qualify for nationally known. Does it require one person in all 50 (laughs) states Mm -hmm. to own a O.J. the Juice Man song to be considered nationally Mm -hmm. known? Is it three-fifths? Is it two-thirds of the states have to be? Like, this is this is what I don't know what count constitutes household status when you someone says, oh, well, they've achieved household status. Well, I just typed in every OJ household. He popped up on my he gets one hundred eighty seven thousand monthly listeners on the Spotify. His top song, Cop a Chicken. Cop a Chicken. Does that have something to do with a cop or copper? Cop, C-O-P, a chicken. Is he saying a cop is a chicken? Or make the trap say I. Is that written about the Elizabethtown Police Department? I, no, that I that I don't know. He hasn't come out with an album in a couple of years, though, so that might be why you don't know. I think nationally known is rather l- loosely being used here. Would Would you agree? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he, I got to listen to him to see if he's good. He's not some of my favorites, like. 
2 chains. I mean, I don't know if he's nationally known to rock the microphone. Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> you mean he's not in Snoop Dogg's world? Uh, I get stupid. I mean, outrageous. Now we're talking music that I know. Uh, <laughs> hey, Sam, the Reds scored five runs. Well, they, they scored uh, six the other night. But they gave up ten. So it was... Uh, well, they only gave up 18. All, all for not. The other night. Uh, you know, at this point, I'm just wanting absurdity. Well, they give up a lot of runs today. They <laughs> well, will give up a lot of runs today, won't they? Also, I think it. What was the stat that they've given up more? Today. They've no. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow's a doubleheader. Uh-huh. Uh, they've given up more runs than they have hits this season. Oh, really? Yes. Yes. Um. Yes. Hmm. It's uh. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to play that. They try hard, though. They try hard. I I, I sometimes have. I'm sometimes hesitant or reticent to um, tell people about these headlines because I fear they might serve to encourage people to exhibit bad behavior. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to leave I'm just going to leave the headline cuz I think I have a responsibility. But the headline says this. Man dressed as poop emoji lets off stink bomb at city council meeting. So this man The jokes write themselves. Yes, they do. Um Yeah, you heard it right. And I'll just read Man dressed as poop emoji lets off a stink bomb at the city council meeting. He made a speech lambasting them for a turd of a bill they passed, according to him. And then he let off a stink bomb and left the room. So, I'm sorry. The middle school in me, like the middle school kid in me. That was in Maryland. Luckily, nothing like that would ever happen in Kentucky. (laughs) we got to get to a break. We'll come back. It's Derby. It's Oaks Day. Getting ready for Derby 148 here on In the Know. Now the race is on and here comes pride at the backstretch. Heartaches are going to the inside. My tears are holding back. They're trying not to fall. My heart's out of the running. True love stretched for another's sake. The race is on and it looks like heartaches. And the winner loses all. And you thought that was a Sawyer Brown song. Today is... No diet day today. <laughs> right on cue for those wanting to eat for Derby Day. It is no homework day today. It is. Should never have homework on Fridays, anyways. Tourist Appreciation Day. They're coming. Yes, they are. <laughs> it's Nurses Day. And it's No Pants Day today. Um, got a story to wrap up the segment that. Might involve that. Might tie in to No Pants Day today. Mother's Day is this Sunday, of course. And here are some Mother's Day facts that you might find fascinating. $126,725 is the annual salary you would have to pay someone in 2022 to perform the tasks mothers do at home. Hmm. Four point one. Billion dollars is the estimated time for special Mother's Day outings like dinner or brunch. $2.2 billion, the amount expected to be spent on flowers. 
$220 is the average amount adults spend on Mother's Day. $220? So $220 is the average. Sons tend to spend 24% more than daughters. $2 billion is a uh, $2 billion is the number of mothers in the world. I couldn't decide whether that sounded high or low. Well, there's what, 9 billion people? Is that what, it, 9 billion and there are 2 billion mothers? That doesn't That'd be a little more, but I don't think I that that's probably. I would have thought that was higher too because you got to factor out now, of the 9 they... billion, you got to factor out the children. So you net that number down to if there's nine billion people, are there two to three billion children? So when you think about it, that's probably pretty close. So maybe, but still, if the gender break is around, and not every there's more women than there are men, but not every woman. That's absolutely right. So I just maybe two billion is okay. Twenty seven is the average age at which a mother had her first child in 2020, up from 24.9 percent in 2000. Uh, not 24.9 percent. 24.9 was the median age in 2000. Now, uh, 20 years later, it is 27. Hours per week the average mom spends cooking is 14. Wow. 7,300 is the average number of diaper changes a mom does by a baby's second birthday. How many? 7,300. Uh, I'm to say, some of you moms aren't changing enough. So that's okay. in 24 months, <laughs> 7,300. It's a lot of diapers. Four yes, po- and I don't know if you allow any percentage of that to be for dads. So, but even if you just said uh-huh. dads do 10%, then mm-hmm. you're adding you know another 730 to that, bringing it to about 8,000. 4.6 babies are born every second worldwide. <laughs> we, we just had a couple then born right now. Yeah. Counting to 10. He's trying to figure out how many during the show. 69 are the highest recorded number of children born to one mother. Gosh. 74 years is the oldest recorded age for a mother to give birth. And 22 pounds, 8 ounces is the heaviest recorded birth weight for a baby. Oh, dear goodness. She earned it. She okay? (laughs) (laughs) Um. What's your definition of okay? Uh, Kentucky. <laughs> Can she walk down the street? <laughs> mm. Not gracefully. Kentucky Oaks <laughs> 148 runs later today. It's almost, uh, I think, 5 o'clock, maybe 4.51 Central Time, I think is what I saw earlier. Here are some of the Oaks entries by post position. Secret Oath is at 6 to 1. Uh, Echo Zulu out of the 7 gate is... The current odds-on favorite, well, Nest and Echo Zulu. Nest out of the uh, four spot is at five to two. That's Todd Pletcher horse. Curlin is the sire of Nest. I know that name. Curlin's a Derby winner, and so you can you you can probably figure that Nest is going to be part of the calculus for all the the ladies run around Churchill Downs, the mm-hmm. the Phillies. The Echo Zulu is at four to one. Kathleen O is at seven to two. That's a Suge McGahee horse. And then everybody else is like Secret Oath is at six to one, but then Nostalgic is at fifteen to one. Hidden Connection at twenty to one. Goddess of Fire at fifteen to one. Ugiri at thirty to one. Venti Valentine. You're forgetting your favorite one. Desert Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen O, I mentioned that, Kathleen O. Cocktail Moments, Candy Raid, Shahama, 
Beguine, 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 I don't know, B-E-G-U-I-N-E, and then turn her loose at 20 to 1. Brad Cox, last race, got fourth at Fairground Oaks. Nyquist is the sire. Manny Franco is the jockey. Nyquist won a big race, didn't didn't, didn't he? You're thinking about Nyquil. Uh, no, I think no I... Nyquist. You're right. I'm not sure what, but Nyquist is a name that I that I know. I'll put Turner loose in a box, probably. Uh-huh. With, I really think Echo Zulu and Nest are going to be there at the end. They're sort of the head of the class. So, but I can't not bet on Turner loose. Nyquist won the 16 Derby, 2016. <laughs> Disqualified for taking Nyquil. Potentially. The race. Potentially. Potentially. No, All I right. got to go Kathleen O in this. You're going Kathleen O? Uh-huh. Like I, I mean, I use got to use my grandma's philosophy. It's not pink silks, but her name was Kathleen, so I'll, I'll, I'll stick with that. Kathleen O did win the Gulfstream. And see, uh, I can't tell whether Gulfstream Park Oaks. She would have definitely wanted this horse to win or if she would have never picked this horse. I can't tell. All right, so I did learn yesterday. I, know, I, little, I learn a little bit more about this every year is one of the things that experts or people that are successful in wagering do that you and I don't do, <coughs> that's a collective you and I, mm-hmm. is their workouts, what what their recent workouts look like. And the what the work they're putting in is usually an indicator of what you can expect. Now, moving to Derby Day tomorrow, there's a, a late, I don't know, we can't call it a late scratch, but there was a morning scratch. Ethereal Road, out. That's a Dwayne Lucas trained, Luis Contreras ridden, Ethereal Road, who is out of Quality Road. Ethereal Road has scratched, and that means Rich Strike moves into Gate 20. Rich Strike is um, trained by someone you've probably never heard of. And last race finished third in the Jeff Ruby Stakes. Oh, I know. I'm very I, familiar. I, we, that's Florence, Kentucky, right there, Turfway Park. But I love that in the Jeff Ruby Stakes, oh, yeah. they renamed the stakes race S A T S T A K E S to S T E A K S, and I think should. that's wonderful. As they should, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it's that's Florence's so, big race. So we'll start on the rail and come to the outside. Round the outside, round the outside. Mo Donegal coming out of gate one. Happy Jack, then Epicenter, then Summer is Tomorrow, then Smile Happy, then Messier, then Crown Pride, Charge It, Tis the Bomb, Zandon, Pioneer of Medina, Taiba, Simplification, Barber Road, Wida Barrio, Cyberknife, Classic Causeway, Tawny Port, Zozos, and now Rich Strike. If someone else scratches today... Rattle and Roll will find their I way think in. They, they're also out. Rattle and Roll's out. I think out. so. I All think right. I was reading that this morning. All right, so there you are. Um, I'll ask later in the show on who you've settled on. Sam's kind of maybe zeroed in on Kathleen O, but there are that's, some of that's your... That's the Oaks. That's the Oaks. That's yeah, for the Oaks yeah, today. Yeah. I've got them ready whenever you ask. You so. do. Yes. Uh, Epicenter's at 7-2. to two. I think I think whatever you do... By the way, if you just want to pick a winner, that's relatively easy to pick the winner, and it's not going to pay much, but you get to pick the winner. <clears throat> But you probably need to allow for Zandon and Epicenter to be part of whatever it is. Whatever move you make, you need to put them in there if you're doing something more exotic. Mm-hmm. Then you need to find like a 
eight to one, ten to one, somebody like that that you like that's out there, and there are three or four of those. If you're actually looking to try and cash something that's substantial, yeah, that's not I mean, how I went about. You mine. can wager two, and you can get two dollars and forty cents back by picking the <laughs> most some the odds-on favorite. But if you're do, you need to do something a little more complicated, should you want to make it more lucrative for yourself. Okay, let's talk about something really important. There have been a lot of news events this week to talk about. A lot of people arguing about various things, but perhaps this may be the most significant. The question is, at the supermarket, when you check out, whose responsibility is it to put the divider between the orders? I think it should be the person in front. Um, However... I find myself, which I I don't encounter this because I don't go to the store very often, but I find that I am typically the one that does it. Me too. For me, it's it's how close is I don't want you reaching over my stuff. Like if you're behind me, I mean I'm fine with if you if it's right there, you go ahead and do it. But you don't need to walk all the way up and like reach over my groceries to grab the little thingy. Well, you probably you should have already done it your then. You well, if they pull up, it. if they pull up, I mean, I'm not. But almost nine he times. Nine get ten, it. No, I 100% get it. No, I mean him. Oh. Did, like, what do you understand what he's saying? No. What Sam's saying? Because here's I what. I know, I think and he, I wouldn't like that either. The cashier normally <laughs> takes the one from the previous order and then slides it down the rail one. to push the. There is? Yes. Oh, we, oh, yeah. Well, we, I'd have to have a different store. I gotta go. To sometimes there's only one, and sometimes the cashier doesn't. Or I prefer going to the self checkout, and they have the self checkout that has the long lane as well. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, I think the person when they end theirs, like putting it on the the thing, that they should put it there. But I find that I'm the one who typically does it for them because they do not. Me too. So, but my question for you then, and, and really, it's a question for self: Is that an indicator then that maybe? I am too impatient to wait for the person in front of me to do it. Am I giving them ample opportunity to do it? Or am I just saying, you're finished, I'm going to put the divider up there and move along? That That's the latter, probably, because you and I are very similar in the way that we put things on. What is the conveyor belt the conveyor. thingy? Mm-hmm. Um, so because you are ready and in your mind you know that – Canned goods are going to go together. Two liters are going to go together. And you are ready to get that process started. Uh-huh. So go ahead and slap down the divider so that you can get going. That I think you and I are, are very similar See, I in usually that. almost sometimes wait until the other person is done because I hate feeling, especially in the self-checkout, yeah. is I hate, you know, being the, the person, you know, that's like. The lurker. Now, I do I like not lurker, do that in you know, self-checkout. Check the, check the time mm. and if all I'm that. In, or, and yeah. then also, if, if you can't use a self-checkout, don't go through the self-checkout. And if you have, if you're spending $14,000 on, on groceries, don't go through the self-checkout if you've got 14 carts. But is it fair to say some stores don't give you any choice but I, to go through I, the self-checkout? I don't know who you would be blaming I in just, doing that. I just see the. I mean, I see some people complain about the number of, you know, lanes uh-huh. in stores that. Well, don't one get, store just completely get. redid how they're doing it on the inside. Oh, and really? It's, it's it's interesting. Listen, I'm puzzled. A store that only has one divider for their lane, they need need to go to a, need to go to well, a real store. They're called cheap skates for a reason, right? I'm 
glad we settled that. But yeah, it should be the person. Signal to the party behind you and to the cashier, this completes your order. You put it there, and then let's move along. I think that's how it's supposed to work. Let's get to a break. We'll come back. I'm more on the way. Hang around. You're only in the know. It's past the horses, younger women, older whiskey, more money. He's smiling, all his teeth were covered with tobacco stains. He said it don't do men no good to pray for peace and rain. Peace and rain is just a way to save prosperity. Buffalo chips is all it means to me. I told him I was. Did you know? I was looking for schoolhouses were traditionally painted red because it was the cheapest available paint. I guess that makes sense. Didn't we learn something about barns being red? I'm just wondering if that makes the same for barns. Well, there was something on the show about. There was something what? That we did on the show about barns being red. <laughs> Maybe it's remember. just because. I, but doesn't it strike you odd that red would be cheap paint? Seemed like red paint would be harder to make, which would make it not be cheap. Might shock you, but I'm not a paint expert. So I have no idea. I am sure. I would think by that. Maybe white paint? That would be my thought. I thought in the PPG paint line, I thought the uh-huh. G was Gormley. Well, I mean, my dad is a graphic designer and a great painter, a graphic design major and a great painter. Uh, I Does that make to, him an artiste? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. But I happen, and my mom would fully admit this, I happen to get all of her artistic abilities, <laughs> which is none. Stick men and rulers. No, can't even do that. Uh, today's movie premieres Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's Marvel. Yeah, I have heard of it, actually, mm-hmm. uh, because it was featured on CBS Sunday Morning. It was featured on Old People's TV on Sunday morning, and I saw that what the multiverse was. Now, I didn't know what the multiverse was until Sunday. So you're all in on watching it, right? No, I'm not all in on watching it, but I'm at least aware of it being a thing. Benedict Cumberbatch, Elizabeth Olsen, and Rachel McAdams. I know all those people. Uh huh. Also at the theater happening... It's not good like what's happening. Uh-huh. Is it a horror like movie? Raj and Rerun and Dee Dee and Shirley. No, yeah, it's an R-rated drama limited, an adaptation of Anne Ernaux's novel. Oh, no, I don't want to read that. That's terrible. I don't want to see that. And then The <laughs> Twin, an R-rated horror in limited release starring Teresa Palmer and Stephen Cree. All right, we're back to par for the course. People I don't know in movies I don't want to see. Yeah, see, no one else... No one wants to compete against the Marvel movie this weekend. That's right. I mean, you just must be a knucklehead. If you, hey, let's pick a date to roll out there. What else is opening? Marvel movie? Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll go ahead and go up against that. Saved by the Bell, Peacock is axing the reboot after two seasons. I'm not sure I even realized it made it to a second season. Uh, yeah. And I wouldn't have watched it, period, anyway. There's, you just leave some things alone. Without Screech. You can just you forget can't. it. Prince of Tide series is in the works at Apple TV+. Plus. So Nick Nolte and Barbara Streisand in the 90s movie, they apparently are bringing turning this into, I don't think it's going to star, by the way, Barbara Streisand or Nick Nolte. I think it's well, being it's getting up there, aren't they? rebooted. Yes, they are. Jessica Beale says that Justin Timberlake performed at her 40th birthday party saying, I'm his number one fan, which puzzled me because... That would be the equivalent of 
Let's say at your next milestone birthday, honey, you'll be 45 at your next milestone. Yes. Fair enough to say? Yes. So what if I just decided, in true Justin Timberlake, Jessica Beal form, what if I just pulled a microphone up in front of you and just talked for an hour? That would be me exhibiting a similar professional talent like Justin Timberlake would. And would you would that be a wonderful birthday present for you because you're my number one fan? No, no. Oh, okay. All right. What I don't it, want you to pull up any what, talk show person? What, period. What if? Uh, what if I hire? What if Snoop. I hire? Snoop is not talk show. Now, if you're going to pick anybody, so, yeah, it's always Snoop. The answer is always Snoop. Kelly Clarkson. Can but she come? In, to, or sorry, Kelly Brienne. Is that her name now? But if you have to stay in the same vocation, Ellen is probably the only. Well, she's looking one. for work now. What if I have to hire? What if I hire Justin Timberlake to come perform at your forty-fifth birthday party? Is that better than me? Uh, yeah, honey. <laughs> I, I'll work and live with you. I know. I'm just. I'm just trying to find the artist of which you'll say. Carrot Top. Would you rather Carrot Top perform no. at your birthday party than me? No. Okay. So you, I can. You do beat out Carrot Top. I can top. beat out Carrot Top. Yes. Finally, I found yes. one. What an honor for yourself. Yes. And Taylor Swift. We got to get to a break. Oh, I had Carrot Top opening for Taylor Swift. Now I have to cancel that. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got Derby Picks. Also, a tribute to moms coming up. You're on In the Know. He had to drink a beer to keep his bridges on his hips. to shave only one leg at a time shave one leg now nah, get to the other one tomorrow or next week if you think that a little green jumpsuit with orange elephants on it and matching hat is absolutely the most adorable thing you've ever seen you're probably a mom <laughs> you know where every bathroom is in every office store or building you go into <laughs> moms do need to know yeah, that yeah yep yes i'm pretty good at that too miss buckles did you read my board did you think that was pretty I did. accurate? Yes. Motherhood requires patience, humor, and lots of paper towels. Mm-hmm. I thought that pretty summed it up pretty well. Mm-hmm. If you find yourself cutting your husband's sandwiches into cute shapes, you're probably a mom. <laughs> if uh, someone else's kid throws up at the dinner table and you just keep eating, you're probably a mom. Yeah, if you that I can. <laughs> Sam, you're no, definitely I know. Not, I a know mom. I'm not a mom. You've but... mastered the art of placing six different food items on a plate without anything touching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't like my food touching. And then if you say phrases like, not in your good clothes, 
You're probably definitely. I think I heard her say that phrase earlier this week. <laughs> definitely, from, definitely. A, or at least a, about a maybe not clothes, yeah. but shoes. <laughs> okay, so uh, Oaks pick. Did you all? Did you zero? So Sam, you said Kathleen O. Absolutely is who you're taking. I'm. I want Turner loose. Who's he got? And I want that to be quiet. And um, I'm going with Goddess of Fire. Goddess of Fire. Oh, I like that one. At 15 to 1, that that could be a smart pick, too. By the way. I'm a Todd Pletcher. Yeah, Todd Pletcher does very well. He does very well. Uh, For the Derby tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Who's your Oaks pick? Did you say? Yeah, Yeah. Turner Loose. Turner Loose. Oh, okay. I I missed that. Okay, I have mine arranged like one through four. All right, go ahead. All right, so number one pick, Mo Donegal. Okay. Uh, Green, Silks, Todd. So number two, White Abario. By the way, Mo Donegal won the Wood Memorial. That may be one of the biggest takeaways from your. My number two is White Abario. I got away from Todd on this one. Um, Absolutely beautiful horse. It's Roan. It's also a 10 to 1. My third pick is Charge It, Uh, Pink Silks. Um, Also a Todd horse. Uh, My fourth is Pioneer of Medina. Red green silks and also a Todd horse. All right, charge it's winning. Charge it's going to win. Well, yep. that's my number three pick. So yeah, well, like the got to go with the pink silks. Uh, do I do I need to have more than one pick or is uh, it? Just, I just I just went uh, I am messy. Sure that's 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 your other that's your one to watch because when he's got his owners on this little list you gave us, that's such small print I can't even read it. So he's got to be important. I <laughs> I am going to take Zandon and Epicenter. Uh, definitely Zandon is the winner, but I'm going to box Zandon, Epicenter, and Cyberknife together. But I may put some money just on the nose of Messier out there by himself because of Mark Messier. And mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see that. So I just don't, I do think that Epicenter and, and uh, Zandon are in the equation. And I think that Cyberknife is kind of a stalker out there. I think Cyberknife has got some juice. Cyberknife, I believe, won the Arkansas Derby. And. See, so I thought that has that, a pretty good resume would, coming. That in. would eliminate him for you and Brad Cox. Oh, listen! If you can succeed in Arkansas, you can succeed anywhere. <laughs> Brad I Cox mean, you, to Kentucky. You've run too. the gauntlet. If you can go to Arkansas and just get out alive and not smell awful. All right, today's I could go through the TV schedule, but you know it's it's Oaks and Derby. That's all we're yeah, watching is Oaks Benedict and Derby. Cumberbatch tomorrow night on SNL. Too. Rerun. Oh, it is. Uh, yeah. Today's highlight in history, this date, 1937, the hydrogen-filled German airship Hindenburg caught fire. Oh, the humanity. So in 1954, this is interesting. I'll give you a little backstory in just a moment. In 1954, medical student Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile during a track meet in Oxford, England at 3.59 and 4. Long, long thought couldn't be done. And Roger Bannister was not really an athlete. He was a doctor, and he figured out a way to do it, kind of modified his style. On one of the recent episodes of Winning Time, Dr. Jerry Buss, the owner, he is quoted, played by John C. Riley, but he is quoted and said he, he leads up and gives a dialogue, or gives a monologue about Roger Bannister breaking the four-minute mile. And he said, so he leads all that up, and then he says, it took 45 days for Roger Bannister's record to be broken. Can you tell me who broke Roger Bannister's record? And he laughs and says, me neither. Mm-hmm. And so Roger Bannister gets the credit for going sub four, but we remember him, but we don't know who, who bested his record. So I thought it was an interesting Wait a premise. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Birthdays today. Willie Mays is 91. To my Legend. dad's delight. Yeah, Legend. he's uh, my dad's favorite baseball player. Bob Seeker is 77. Lulu Roman is 76. Tony Blair is 69. Tom, Ber- Tom Bergeron is 67. Roma Downey, 62. George Clooney is 61 today. Kentucky zone. Yep. Bracken County. Is that where Augusta uh-huh. is in the area? Uh-huh. Let's go to chart toppers. Uh, Sigmund Freud, born in 1856. Rudolph Valentino in 1895. Orson Welles, born in 1915. And this is Del Shannon, Runaway, number one in 1961. That's what Elias doing from all of our classmates today, right? Hmm. I can't wait to hear how that goes. Oh, yeah. I hope they can do it outside. <laughs> right now they could. Yeah. She could even get a backwind, too, maybe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tailwind would be nice. Uh-huh. I just want her to have a good time. That's uh-huh. all. Absolutely. And crush her competition while she does it. We're scheduled for T-ball tonight. I'll be surprised if that happens, but we'll see. She'd show off all of her athletic premises today. Her prowess, rather. American Woman. American Woman. Guess who? Number one in 1970. American Woman. You, you for this or Lenny Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz. American Woman. That's yeah, actually one of my favorite songs. Well, this is the original, isn't it? Yes. Well, I would But think I don't. So. Yes, Lenny Kravitz is better. 1979, Peaches and Herb. Or Herb. And Reunited. Because the guy's name isn't Herb. Peaches and Herb. Reunited and it feels so good. Let's go to 1988. Aerosmith. Incidentally, my favorite Aerosmith song. Dream on. Angel is what introduced me to all other Aerosmith music. So that's why it's my favorite. Watch this way. Savage Garden, I want you in 97. I like I like Run DMC more when that song came out because it was it was like the hit factor. But then when Aerosmith used that as a springboard to do Permanent Vacation, and so I I give Walk This Way I give a whole lot of credit. But to me, it was more about a Run DMC thing than it was an Aerosmith song until I came to love Aerosmith. If that makes any sense. Wiz Khalifa, number one, seven years ago today. We'll see you again. Happy uh, Happy Mother's Day to uh, all moms and anybody who's celebrating a birthday as well. Miss Buckles, uh, Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Uh, Both both my mother and my mother-in-law, Mother Teresa's. That's right. You do have the double Mother Teresa. <laughs> mm-hmm. Taylor's mother-in-law is named Teresa. Mm-hmm. Really? So, oh yeah, we just got. I'm not sure. I realized that you had that much Teresa's. Oh, we we got we we're, we're lousy with Teresa. Yes. <laughs> Which is an odd phrase to put lousy uh-huh. in there. I, I, yeah. All right, MB's pearl of wisdom for today. And I hope your Derby horse wins. So long as it happens to be not my Derby horse. Uh huh. I wish you the best of luck. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. A mother is she who can take the place of all others, but whose place no one else can take. A mother is she who can take the place of all others, but whose place no one else can take. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.